0: Welcome to the Real Producers Partners podcast. This podcast is done in conjunction with Real Producers St. Louis, Metro East, New Orleans, Baltimore, Chesapeake Bay, and West Valley, Arizona. It focuses on our top real estate performers and partners who support real estate and home services, their successes, stories, and challenges. Your host is Ken Tucker, Marketing Solution Architect at ChangeScape Web. The Real Producers Partners podcast is produced by ChangeScape Web.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Ken Tucker. Welcome to this week's episode of the Real Producers Partners podcast. Today, I'm joined by Brian McCrae. Welcome, Brian. Why, hello, Ken.
2: Thank you for having
1: me. Yeah, we're excited. Brian is a part of uh, Real Producers uh, St. Louis. Is that correct? That's correct. He's also the branch manager of the McRae Mortgage Team at Branch Home Loans, and he's been recognized as a top 1% producer in the mortgage industry. That's pretty phenomenal. So congratulations. Thank you. Cool. So let's just jump right into some questions. What are you most excited about in your business right now?
2: Ah, well, can that that. Um... From a mortgage perspective, one of the things that, uh, that I'm so excited about, we've been in an incredibly robust market and that market is starting to shift a little bit. There's one of two ways you can look at that in this uh, component. You can look at the challenges of it. Or you can look at the opportunities. Right. So we're really looking at an opportunity. We are incredibly excited for the opportunity to continue to pour into our real estate agents, our strategic partners. We think that's going to be a unique opportunity to take market share in this market when the business is really becoming more challenging. for uh, for all those in the mortgage and real estate space. We're really excited about
1: it. Can you unpack that a little bit more?
2: In terms of the challenges or the opportunities?
1: The opportunities.
2: Well, I'll start with the challenges are you've got inventory for real estate professionals. When you're trying to help somebody find a home, inventory is at record lows. And then when you come over now and you say you got low inventory, now you got rising interest rates, that creates kind of a double whammy. So, we think there's going to be a little bit of a stabilization in the market in terms of an equilibrium. And we'll we'll probably see appreciation slowing down a bit, but we still think there's going to be a great opportunity and, and a record number of homes sold this year is what's predicted. So even with all that happening, the opportunities, one, it's a chance to go out and continue to develop, build and enhance the relationships that we already have with our ambassadors and our champions. But as we're looking at potential champions, those people who we could be doing, helping more, We're really excited about that. And we think we've got a platform on our team from a standpoint of being able to provide value to our strategic partners, specifically those in the real estate industry. We've got a great platform to help them build their business and to also be able to take care of the clients that they are confident enough to refer to us. So we're really excited about the integration of those two as we move forward into this new environment.
1: This has been a time over the last two and a half, three years where you really have to think about innovation. You have to double down and Doing things differently and taking advantage and seizing the opportunities is absolutely the way to go. If you don't do that, you may be run over in the market. So I I think this kind of leads into another question I had, which was some of the top business building ideas that you see working in in this environment for your business and for your partners. Any other ideas you've got there?
2: Well, Ken, to be candid with you, it's the same thing that's worked for us in the past. Now, I'm going to start with, it's all about relationships. All businesses, relationships, so we're doing everything we can to enhance relationships. We're working the phones more. We are talking to our, we're collaborating with our our strategic partners more. We're coming up with creative, innovative ways to communicate with our clients using technology in a way that helps them move into this marketplace with confidence as they're looking to buy a home. But as it relates to the business building ideas, we're doubling down on phone calls, events and one-to-one meetings with our strategic partners. Yeah. We're trying to help them build something special in their in, in what they do, because we believe if we help them, then the law of reciprocity will ultimately kick in and they'll be happy to refer us clients.
1: Yeah. Uh, are you, you taking advantage of any marketing automation tools as well? Oh,
2: absolutely. We have a fundamental belief on our team that when we include a piece of technology in our team, that it's designed to enhance relationships, not replace them. Exactly. So, if it's enhancing a relationship, we want to integrate it. From a client perspective, we're using some really cool point of sale presentation materials to help a client understand. Here's something really interesting. We'll take, if a client is shopping around, we'll take the competitor's information, put it into a report for them, put it in a user interface where they can make an easy decision. That's just one example. We're also customizing some things inside that report that updates with them on the fly. They don't have to drive to us. We can get on a a call just like this. And they're seeing a report that shows them what their interest rates are, what their closing costs are. And it's comparing different options to help them strategically make a decision based off their goals. That's one example. The other example that we're doing is we're integrating, we're doing a lot of database. Anytime we have a client or a strategic partner, they go into a database and we're using that to try to pinpoint marketing materials that will support them in their journey. If it's a client, we're automating some things there that will touch them at critical points of either their search process or their inquiry process. And from a strategic partner standpoint, we're helping them understand some of the technologies that we have that will help them grow their business and enhance the relationships that they have.
1: It's so important to provide contextually relevant information as somebody moves through their buyer's journey. Mm -hmm. And and the more that you can map that out, automation is never gonna replace fully the human element, nor should it, but it can be a great supplement. And so it sounds like you guys are doing some really cool things.
2: Yeah, well, I'll just refer to a client experience with us currently. We have automated it, we've mapped it out. And when they inquire with us, we try to honor our referral partners. When a referral partner sends us someone they expect us to provide a high level of service. And sometimes when they refer us, the client isn't ready. So we have a drip campaign that we've automated that's value-based. It's not just, so we try to put some things in there using, that's that's an example of automation. We also keep yeah. in touch with them after they're pre-qualified, after they close, because we always want to try to make sure they've got access to us from an automation standpoint with relevant material.
1: Cool. What do you think are some of the bigger challenges that you see for commission sales professionals right now?
2: Well, in this environment, by the way, I'm going to speak to mortgage. And as you said, I'm, I'm still running a mortgage team. I've got uh, several loan officers on the team, but I also coach other loan officers. I coach real estate professionals. I coach a lot of commission-based professionals. And I'll tell you, as inflation starts to take hold, and I mean, there's all kinds of things in the news today, in the economy that are creating some headwinds. What I'm seeing is individuals trying to struggle to figure out how they're going to market. They're looking for new ways to do old things. That's the big focus for us right now, as I mentioned, in my business and with coaching clients. If you're going to build it on relationships, you got to make sure your relationships are solid. But the biggest challenges that I see for individuals, one, they don't have a plan. They probably don't have a database. If you don't have a database right now as a commission sales professional, it's a big challenge. And if you don't know how to work it, if you don't know how to prioritize it, that's going to create some challenges for you in a challenging market.
1: One of the first things we always talk to a brand new client when we, when somebody wants to start working with us or, or even in a pre-sales mode is, do they have a database? Mm-hmm. The first thing that many businesses should do, if not most marketing strategy is always a step that's almost always skipped. So that's critical. And a shotgun approach is just going to lead to frustration and spending a lot of money and not getting a lot of results. But if you have a database, reactivating that database, what, you know, and it doesn't mean that everybody needs to buy from you. They can mm-hmm. refer you or they can review you. Either one of those three activities is massive. If you don't have your database in a usable format, you're leaving money on the table.
2: Absolutely. And
1: In this day and age, I think it's, it's one of the best insurance policies that any salesperson can have is is a quality database that is actively and want to be engaged with you.
2: Yeah. Well, somebody once asked me if you had a thousand dollars to invest in the business, if you could go back and do it again, and you were going to be, what would be the first thing you'd invest in if you had a thousand dollars? It'd be a database.
1: Here's yeah. The question. Absolutely. Let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Talk about some of the personal habits that you have that keep you going professionally. <laughs>
2: Well, Ken, I noticed you're you're probably a reader and I've heard readers are leaders and learners are earners. I'm a big book fan. And so yeah. I think what keeps me going professionally is one in, in good environments, it's always reading, it's always personal development. That's what keeps me going professionally. It's looking for new ideas, it's looking for new ways yeah. of doing things. I had a mentor of mine said, Spend fifteen minutes a day reading something nonfiction. Hmm. Change my career path. Wow. So That would be one personal habit. Spend 15 minutes a day reading something nonfiction.
1: I have a philosophy undergraduate degree, but I have a science minor. So for me, (laughs) I I love learning and I love experimentation. And in the world of digital marketing, that's all it is. And fortunately, because those are my, I think those are my natural attributes and, and, and the ways I like to learn, I spend an awful lot of time. So yeah, you'll see a lot of books behind me. That's some good ones. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me a little bit about your coaching practice.
2: A little bit of background. About 10 years ago, I was always told that you're compensated for the value you have in the marketplace. And I was a pretty good loan originator. As you mentioned, the top 1%. I don't say that to impress, but it was just, I had built a pretty good practice. And about a decade ago, we were in a similar economic situation. If you go back to that's probably closer to 15 years ago. But if you go back to 2007, eight and nine, yeah. the economy started shifting. Well, in 2010, I kind of had this idea of adding value to the real estate community and the financial services community, again, commission sales professionals. So I started an event. It's called the Mastermind Project and we started running that here in St. Louis. We did it once a month. That really was the basis for a coaching program. So I started just sharing ideas that were working in my practice from reading books and it just started to take hold that event's been going on we'll be celebrating 11 years so the point is is that once that started occurring and people started seeing results they started asking me to help train them and so we created some content to help them build a referral-based business. People can take all the learning. They, they can go study something, but putting it to practice usually becomes a challenge. So that's where accountability right. came in. Yeah. Some individuals were asking me for some accountability. So I started the Accelerate Coaching Program. So that's for designed for commissioned sales professionals, small business owners. And we just had some amazing stories. And there's really five ingredients that go into this group. They all have a vision. They all have putting a plan together. They're pursuing it on a the momentum system. And then um, there's some metrics that we manage each week, each of them report, determine which metrics they're going to report on. They kind of bring that to the table. Again, having an idea of what's important to your business, working on the majoring in, in major things and minoring and minor things. Yeah. They all know that. And then fourth element was time allocation. They make sure they allocate time to getting those things done. And then um, the fifth one is joyful accountability. If somebody says they, they're trying to build something special, but they're not doing the activities, then, um, then we... They all get a spotlight, and they're they're asked about the challenges that they're having in their business, so they can overcome them. The stories that we have from that, we just had a, a revenue roundtable. All of us were trying to figure out, hey, as we go into this new new economy, revenue is going to be at a premium. So we got together as a group. There were 14 of us that got together. Everybody had to bring one revenue generating idea and share it, and have it picked apart by the rest of the coaching group. <laughs> and it was awesome. One guy's got a multi million dollar opportunity in front of him, and he was focused on another pretty good opportunity, but it wasn't multi-million dollars. And he kind of got one little idea there that probably will change has a good probability of significantly impacting the financial future of his family for a long, long time.
1: It's great to be a part of those types of groups. The knowledge that you can gain just by having somebody from the outside looking in, taking the core of an idea and making it better is just so powerful. Do you guys meet monthly, quarterly? How do now, you-
2: the Accelerate Mastermind coaching program, that's the accelerated coaching program. That meets on a weekly basis. We okay. get together for an hour. Yeah. And um, we're reading books, we're holding each other capable, not not accountable, but capable. Yeah, each person gets a spotlight session each week and are each do yeah. so we rotate it and it's just so insightful cuz you got a group full of people, very limited, so we get to know each other very well. Right, right. Uh, we have everybody sign an NDA. So there's no information right. being leaked outside the group and people start sharing real stuff because what I've learned, Ken, another mentor of mine told me isolation is the enemy of excellence. If you want to build something excellent, you can't do it alone. In these challenging environments, you've got to be able to have a place to come and share challenges and wins and desires, what you're trying to build. And one of the coaching clients said recently, goes, this group is like a time machine. I get to borrow the wisdom, the experience, the mistakes, We celebrate mistakes in our group because what it does is it prevents me from making them. If you make a mistake, I get to learn from it. If I make a mistake, you get to learn from it. That's buying wisdom. That's buying time. Yeah. So.
1: Well, another thing that I, I see a lot is people are so concerned about making a mistake that they don't do anything Mm -hmm. and the cost of inaction is usually huge. And I'll just take online reviews. For example, if you don't have any online reviews about your business, that still speaks volumes about your business because most people want to look for online reviews when they're looking for somebody that they want to work with and if they if they go there and they don't see any reviews they're going to either think they're not very good or nobody cares enough about this business to write a review right in action in many cases it's worse than doing something and failing i mean obviously there are catastrophic <laughs> failures nice. that you don't want to make but I think it was IBM, and I think you came from an IT background, if I, if I remember right, as did I. IBM, basically their whole philosophy about moving business in the online world was fail fast quickly, because you get that feedback loop. And, and the same thing is true if you're running Google Ads or any form of advertising, You want to take that feedback and optimize it to continue to improve. You're going to be rewarded by better conversions and cheaper cost per click. So you've got to take action. That's just huge. Having a safe environment help facilitate that, I think, is a really smart idea. Ah, thank you. Yeah, that's good. Let's get back to your team a little bit. Uh, What do you think sets your team apart?
2: On the mortgage side, I think there's really three things when we talk to real estate professionals and when we talk to clients, the things we see consistently that uh, they're looking for competence. You've got to be competent. And when you take a look at the electric company, there's a light switch behind me. Competence is determined why the switch goes up. You know, you, you expect the right. lights to come on. But in this day and age, the complexity of the mortgage industry, it's never been more challenging to get a loan closed. Compliance has gone through the roof and the experience of the loan officer matters tremendously. You know, what we're seeing that works with our team is one, we've got an incredibly high level of competence. You know, there's over 70 years worth of experience on the loan officers on our team. The the least tenured loan officer on our team has been doing this for 10 years, and he's our number one producer. So that part, I think competence, and then I think uh, communication. I'm not revealing any rocket science here, Ken, but the level of communication. When I say communication, it's not just communicating facts and figures. It's also having a high emotional intelligence to be able to understand where somebody's at emotionally and be able to ask the right questions to have them unpack, whether it's a real estate agent struggling with a client trying to help them or if it's a client that isn't really sure. We just had a situation where a client was stuck. They came to us. They were referred to us at the last minute. They were stuck on finding a home. They couldn't find anything. And we kind of walked through and said, well, what is your challenge? And they, they just said, look, we are incredibly payment driven. And so they had gotten pre-qualified at a number for someone else. You remember that piece of technology that we talked about earlier? Yeah. We put it on a screen in front of them. We said, well, what do you think would have won this house? They said, we were told that the winning bid was about $20,000 higher than what we were comfortable doing. Well, we showed them how that impacted their net worth going forward. And it was communication that unlocked that. They turned around, they wrote their next offer and they won. Okay. It was yeah. communication. And then competence combined with that, those two things. And then the third one, honestly, is just the consistency factor. You've got to be able to to deliver at a high level on a consistent basis. So I think those three things are really what set our team apart in this marketplace. A high level of competence, an incredible sense of, um, of communication. They are looking to make sure they completely understand and unpack through curiosity what our clients and our strategic partners are trying to accomplish. And we just try to do it. And everyone on our team understands that we have to do it consistently our name is the only thing
1: that we have. Yeah. I would assume there's a strong need for patience as well, just because (laughs) the crazy environment we've been in, you know, I haven't experienced this personally, but I've heard stories where people have written several offers and they, they don't ever get the home. And so obviously you guys have got to be able to deal with that and help people kind of navigate that not only from the buyer perspective, but also from, from the realtors that you're working with right. and, and be a problem solver to help them, through, like you just mentioned, you know, overcome those challenges.
2: Well, Ken, just a, I think there probably would be a fourth C if I could really add it, what sets our team apart. Okay, It's probably collaboration. What I mean by collaboration is we're collaborating as a team. As you said, it takes patience. Well, how does collaboration equal patience? I believe it. the, the, the loan officer role is so difficult. You've got to be able to market you got to be able to sell and you got to run the operations mostly. So what we've done is we've tried to segment what the area of expertise where our each member of our team is really excellent and okay. we focus them on that. So our loan officers can be patient because they're not having to worry about the operational side of things. We've partnered with a great company. We've got a great team that's supported there that frees up our loan officers to be patient, to take the extra 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to explain a concept to a customer that will allow them to proceed with confidence in the market, if they decide to make an offer. Yeah. So I would say there's really four C's it's the competence, communication, consistency. And then again, that three and a half, it would be collaboration. It's a very collaborative team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, cool. So I've got a couple of questions that uh, Diane would like for me to ask, which is uh, if you had to choose between two superpowers being invisible or flying, which would you choose?
2: Uh, I'd have to fly. If somebody asked me what my favorite animal would be and I'd be an Eagle. Just being able to take And there's no question. It'd be, yeah. I,
1: I talked about this with Diane and um, uh, being invisible would be really intriguing, but I think it would also be so tempting.
2: <laughs> I uh, Yeah. There, put it, it this way. There's so many positive things about flying. Right. And there's so many temptations. You use the word temptation. There's too many temptations yeah. and I don't want to show up. in a- I'd like to be transparent in a room, but right. I'd like to be seen. I'd like to be transparent, but seen. <laughs> I don't know that I'd like to be invisible.
1: Yeah. So uh, the last question I have for you today is what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator?
2: Strangest thing in my refrigerator. Yeah. Strangest thing in my refrigerator. That's a great question. I'm going to (laughs) say, well, currently it's current. It's got to be current. We've got a celebration cake in there. My daughter is graduating. And so we've got a cake in there that doesn't happen all the time. So it's strange. It's not very unique, but, uh, But it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty nice elaborate cake for her that we're going to be doing. Well,
1: congratulations to her and to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Brian, let me uh, let me get uh, your website here. Tell me, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way for people to reach you?
2: People typically are reaching out to me for one of three things. Mortgage assistance, we love the McCray Mortgage Team loves helping. You can get to us there on the McCray Mortgage Team. Some of them like to attend events that we run, and that's the Mastermind Project. You can get that there. That's a free event for everybody to attend. Some individuals have called, you know, if they want to inquire about coaching, same website. It's all listed there. So we've got resources to help our strategic partners grow their business. And then we've also uh, got access to uh, the competence side of things through the McRae Mortgage Team. And you can reach out there, and we're happy to help.
1: Well, Brian, thanks so much. I really enjoyed talking with you. It sounds like you're doing some really cool, amazing things. And uh uh, really enjoyed our time
2: well thank you to diane and the, and the real producer team this has been a real honor and uh we're, we're thankful to be part of it
1: Yep. all right thanks have a great all right.
2: day all right ken appreciate you bye-bye.
0: bye-bye thank you for listening to today's episode please be sure and subscribe to the real producers partners podcast on your favorite podcast platform we'd love for you to review us wherever you get your podcasts Visit rppp.rocks for more episodes and links to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned.